stillness after movement, activity. Receiving the body in awareness. And allowing awareness to be the the condition upon which balance is established in the body, not will. Receiving the breath, the fullness of the breath, the in-breath and the out-breath. The cool of the in-breath, the relaxing and releasing of the out-breath. Just check and see what's happening now. And how are you relating to that? Check the quality of energy, tiredness, tension, relaxation. And with the properties of the breath, Allow awareness coming into attention in the right area to help establish balance. So if you're agitated from movement, then focus on the out-breath. If you're tired from the morning, then focus on the in-breath. If there's wanting, Step back a bit and see it spaciously. There's not wanting. Then draw close and embrace. Returning to the breath and the body is a reference point. It's a field in which awareness settles, rests and collects.
It's quite useful to spend a few days on retreat settling, cultivating the ground, allowing attention to connect with the physical body and the breath. Feel more at ease, a sense of well-being and some resource and capacity before opening up to the contents of mood and thought and perception. Because otherwise it's a little bit like flypaper. We stick to it, get absorbed in it, identify with it and lose perspective and lose ground. A thought is only just a thought, not more and not less. But because of a habitual association and identification with thoughts, they're very compelling. So with the body and the breath as basis, as ground, receiving what arises as thought and mood and perception, memory, without getting absorbed, without getting lost, without becoming mesmerized or hijacked, just knowing it for what it is. Sometimes thoughts have particular qualities to them, memories, have feelings associated with them, like sadness or anger or resentment. And again, without getting lost in the details or the story or why or the causes, one can just bring attention to the quality of sadness or grief, anger or resentment. And whenever it is useful, whenever one loses perspective or gets absorbed, returning attention to the body and the breath or the quality of unpleasant or pleasant. So as we open up to the third foundation of mindfulness, mindfulness of mind objects, we don't abandon the other two. 
We use them as anchors, places of abiding. Sometimes just knowing something is sadness is useful. We can stay more with the felt sense of sadness rather than the label of sadness or grief or anger. or fear. just like the mirror reflects independently of whether the object is beautiful or unbeautiful and is not tainted by what it reflects, awareness is able to know experience of the mind independent of whether it's pleasant or unpleasant and is not colored by what it knows. What knows fear is not frightened. What knows anger is not angry. So there's mind and mind object. Knowing and the object of knowing. And into awareness arises all the things that are known in awareness. And they are known for as long as they are present and then they dissolve back into awareness. When there is sufficient mindfulness that's present, a body that's sufficiently relaxed and at ease, don't need to do anything with what arises. Just receiving. Present, attentive, without confusion, without identification, and without rejection. What arises is worthy of our attention. 
In the background of this, one can often ask oneself what's actually happening right now and how am I relating to it. If one's sleepy or tired or having a difficult time connecting, one's internal experience might be more of a blur than anything else. There's nothing wrong with that. But the skillful response to a blur would be very different than a skillful response to collectedness, presence, and capacity.
So discernment requires a fair amount of honesty, a ruthless kind of honesty. Oftentimes what's happening is not what we want or expect or hope or should be happening, but nevertheless it is what is happening. So ruthless honesty also needs to be coupled with a heart that's big enough to embrace and receive and allow what is to be as it is.
what's happening now? And how are you relating to that? Is there a source and capacity to be with things just as they are? And if not, what is a wise and compassionate response to what's arising in the present moment? Sometimes if the attention is a little bit too absorbed into content, just shift focus slightly and experience the physical body. 
and stay with the whole body. Or you can stay with the physical correlate that relates to the emotional content or the mental content, because there will be one. Whatever thought we have, whatever mood we have, whatever memory we have, it will have an effect on the physical body. So if we are absorbing into the content on the mental level, we can stay with it on the physical level. It's less compelling, less activating. As as was said before, one of the great blessings of bringing attention to the body, it has no past, it has no future, and has no capacity to distort. What's happening right now? How are you relating to that? Is your response to the situation equal to your capacity? Equal to your resource?
So we carry on with group interviews now, walking practice for those who are not in group interviews. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.